0: What's up, guys? Welcome to Made for Profit, a podcast where we talk business in the shop and help you monetize as a maker. Each week, we'll cover the topics most important to you, from marketing and selling your products to winning on social media and everything in between. I'm Brad Rodriguez, a full-time content creator running FixThisBuildThat.com, and my co-host, John Malecki, runs a full-time furniture company and its content site, JohnMalecki.com. Over the past few years, we've seen the value of bouncing ideas back and forth, and we want to bring you into the conversation and help you grow along with us. Welcome to episode 24. Today, we're going to talk about the platform we love to hate. Facebook. Now, as much as Facebook irritates us sometimes, it's very powerful when used to your advantage. We're going to talk about how we use Facebook, what the killer features are and why we sometimes hate it and some new things that we're really excited about. Now I'm actually recording this after we've recorded because, again, we had a few audio issues. I apologize for that. So I will sound pretty bad. John sounds good. Uh, We're trying to get it sorted out. We believe Skype hates us as well.
1: All right. So here's really bad me asking John, what's up? What is up, John? Not much, brother. Glad to be back in the routine and jumping into another juicy social platform topic.
0: I know, man. We're we're knocking them off. We're trying to get a little bit deeper into each of these. So we did have our overview of where to be when you're marketing online. But uh, again, just trying to dig a little deeper and answer some of these questions uh, as people have been Wondering about it. Facebook is definitely one that confuses folks as well as us. So uh, happy to talk about it today. But before we get into it, uh, we do want to thank our new patrons that joined the MFP tribe this week. We have David Teal and Dominic from Dominic Woodworks. So welcome to the tribe, guys. If you want to be part of that uh, patron tribe, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash made for profit. And those guys are going to be enjoying the after show, which we do every week uh, for about 15 or 20 minutes answering questions from those guys so go check that out if you're interested what's been going on this week man lots of turkey
1: lots of turkey you know still trying to wake up after gorging myself for the past week um <laughs> over thanksgiving uh, you know uh, looking at the scale and shame uh getting myself back into the <laughs> shop and back into the routine we also had opening day of buck so that was a uh that was a slow day i didn't make it out but andrew did so the shop flow was a little bit different but back in the swing of things here i've got what, I'll have my uh, my dust collection video will be out uh, by the time this drops uh, and I'm wrapping up a couple of client work pieces before before Christmas and then I'm hoping I can make a little bit of a holiday push uh, and get some get some content out there um before 2018 gets rocking and rolling because because it's coming in hot you know really it's it,
0: coming but, in hot but, dude it's super, coming in hot super hot <laughs> uh, yeah and uh, I think I mentioned last last week uh, I have just been I think I said face to the grindstone. Yeah. It's, it's not the nose to the grindstone. It's my whole face, my whole face to the grindstone. Uh, and just trying to get things out. I did get out actually, uh, just released it before we were recording. So it be about a, uh, a week out since I re- released it, uh, as this comes out, but the Shark video, the part two, um, about the process and, um, as this one comes out, I will either have just released or be just about to release uh, my beginner lathe projects. So some projects you can turn on the lathe as a beginner, which will tie in nicely to Christmas and the holidays. Because uh, it's going to be, you know, that's always a, a cool thing. When you get a lathe, you can just like knock out pins and, you know, bottle openers and all those things. that are uh, super easy to turn. And, and people always love a good handmade gift.
1: I mean, I guess along the same lines, would be a good time to announce we will be taking a break for the holidays as those come up, right? Um, and there won't be shows. We'll take a break the week of Christmas um, coming into the first week of January, I believe. So that'll be no episode on the 26th or the 2nd. But we'll be back at it on the 9th, uh, punching 2017, you know, in the face and, and ready to roll right into 2018.
0: Right into 2018. And I think that, um, yeah, right, so we have a, a couple breaks. And I think, Uh, it it is good because, you know, one of the things we want to do is obviously make sure that um, we are bringing you the best content we can. And also uh, that we're making it something that is doable for, for John and myself. And uh, so as much as we love doing this, man, it gets super hard as, as all you guys know during the holidays. And instead of trying to extend ourselves um, you know, we wanted to make sure that this thing has some longevity. So we're, you know, we might be taking breaks now and then just to make sure that we can, uh, take care of our own stuff, and uh, we appreciate you guys understanding. And and um, you know we'll probably still be dropping those those after shows. So keeping the little drip there. If you can't take, if you can't get enough of us, you can always join the patron squad. And I think we'll re- we have one more coming out before that. So we'll remind you next week as well. But anyway, getting into the show topic, Facebook. Um, th- there's no other platform that I hear more gripes and complaints. About than Facebook, whether it's just the, you know, the politics or people hate Mark Zuckerberg or, or whatever, uh, people love to hate on Facebook, and we are no exceptions.
1: <laughs> we are not, but
0: no. So I don't personally use Facebook. I only use really Facebook for for business. Um, I have it there, but I don't necessarily do any personal updates. Um, but it is a great business tool and I know a lot of people use it personally. are, Are you very active personally on Facebook, John?
1: Um, not really. I mean, I put all most of my focus is is on Instagram, as as both of us are. Um, personally, I use Facebook to kind of stay connected, and and honestly, shame, as shameful as it sounds, I use it to see when people's birthdays are. Um, it yeah, is but, very but, good for that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's about it. Um, and and I kind of weed through them. I like to see what my friends and family are doing. Uh, people that are, uh, you know, not uh specifically in town or I don't see often. So that's nice. It's also great. Um I'm at the age where every one of my friends is getting married. So all of their <laughs> wedding photos and yes. videos get posted up to there. So that, that's kind of how I use Facebook personally. Um, and then I absolutely stink at using it for business. And I mean I think this is where the gripe is. It is not easy. Um, you know, getting started putting out quality content On other platforms um they can kind of get some life and some legs themselves and i feel like facebook's the most difficult um to do that because organic just doesn't exist for business anymore on facebook and 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 that's and that's where the you know that's the move of the platform that's as gary v says marketers ruin everything and that's exactly (laughs) what happened on facebook so um i think that's one of the gripes and 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 it's and i guess it's a good segue to clearly uh establish you know when we gripe about Facebook, we're talking about Facebook for business. Um, Facebook for personal and Facebook for business—they're they're two separate things. And Facebook makes it that way too. I, I say, um, and and uh, and because of that, it can be difficult, and it can be a lot of work. And there's you know tons of people who absolutely crush it on Facebook, and then there's people like ourselves who you know we hit or miss, we struggle, we love it, we hate it, we have something go good, and then you can't repeat it, and <laughs> you don't know why. Right. And, and, and blah blah blah, but uh, but yeah, there's there's a lot of perks to it too, and I know both of us have made a conscience effort to try and be better on Facebook. So hopefully, right. uh, hopefully in so 2018 you'll be seeing us take our the, own advice and going Facebook so,
0: But just so just to break it down, then um, obviously, so you when you start uh, when you join Facebook, you have to have a personal account. So you you cannot make a business account without a personal account so if you're not on facebook and i know probably some of these folks are not um but probably the vast majority have facebook accounts so if you have a personal facebook account that is the basis for everything in facebook um once you are there there are are two things that we want to differentiate between Um, you know there is a a page so there's a business page you can make a page and then it can be business or just uh personal you know like like john was saying like a fan page or like a whatever that that's not necessarily business related, but you can start a business page. Uh, And many of you may have already done this to get your insights over on Instagram. So if you have a business profile on Instagram, then you have created a page because uh, that's what you have to have to link the two. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's a business page, which is would be the hub for your business. Uh, But there, there are also groups. So there are things where you can join groups of people. And again, this goes around the personal account. So this is groups of, of, just individuals that have a common, uh, a common like or, or whatever it is. There's all kinds of different things of uh, uh, people that have groups. Uh, but that's not where you want to be doing business. The business is all about the page. So as you set up your page, uh, then what Facebook says, they know, okay, this is a page you're trying to profit from, and we are going to profit from you. And if you want to profit, then we are going to profit. Meaning, if you want reach, like John is saying, so there's no organic reach uh, or very, very little. Uh, if you have whatever your following follower count is if you post any post, it is more than likely to only go to five to ten percent of your total people who are following your page unless it really goes hot and gets shared or unless you pay for it
1: yeah and, and uh and I think I think one of the reasons that a lot of us struggle there is because one, we're all cheap and we don't want to pay. But uh, but two is we talk about tailoring content for a specific platform and Facebook is probably one that a lot of us don't take into consideration because it's so broad. You know, you can post photos, videos, carousels, you can post links, you can post buttons, you can do all kinds of stuff on Facebook. But one one thing that comes down to and I think that the reason a lot of us get squashed when it comes to organic reach is that. Facebook loves shareable content. This is why you see so much clickbaity content or have been seeing it. They're trying to get rid of that, um, on Facebook. It's because it's shareable. It's something that gets you engaged and that's what Facebook wants. Um, so I know I, after going to YouTube next up, I was talking to, to Ken from, um, the free hugs project and you guys are absolutely amazing individual with an awesome page. I'll leave a link for it in the show notes. Um, but what he does is, you know, ridiculously popular on Facebook and his YouTube channel struggles. I mean, I'm talking over a million uh, followers on his Facebook page wow. and in a couple and like I think it was maybe 40,000, 50,000 on his YouTube subscriber numbers. Um, but the type of content he was posting on Facebook and post continues to posts is extremely viral. And it's uh, uh, and, and it. And it makes a lot of sense when you're tailoring your content to the platform. So that's always something to consider, too, when you're talking about your growth on a platform getting squashed or not getting as much reach as you might think. Um, uh, Twitter's another thing. You know, a lot of us just upload a up, uh, up post to Twitter and stuff just gets buried, you know. Twitter has its own specific ins and outs as well, um, and that's why we constantly harp on making sure that your content is tailored for that platform. So you first got to have your page set up, and then you got to start making content that's specific to the page that is shareable and interactive um, because that's what the Facebook community likes. Searchability is and, – and there's a couple other – um, aspects of like succeed, succeeding on YouTube or with a website, but uh, like the SEO and stuff like that isn't as uh, important when it comes to Facebook posts. I, I, I believe so at least. Um, and that's because you know, if your post doesn't get <laughs> uh, ten people sharing it within the first you know hour of it being out there, you're going to get buried unless you're running some money and some paid ads behind it.
0: Right, and uh, that's a great point around the shareability too, right? Because uh, I think that's the difference when you look at, uh, let's just say, an Instagram post versus a a Facebook post. Um, an Insta- like, this is what I've seen, at least. It seems like on Instagram, people are much more prone to go ahead and just double tap, hit that like, mm-hmm. um, give it the heart. On Facebook, not so much. And so, like like you said, John, I think that, like, the kind of content, so just, like, what is that, you know, shareability, what does that mean? I think the kind of content, it's either, you know, it's a lot of that you know, your stereotypical kind of, you know, satisfying. It, it's just the wow videos where you look at it and you're like, whoa, like it, it's more from entertainment value uh, so that it has to be highly entertaining or um, unique and educational. Right. So if you're doing like a new process of, so, you know, bringing it into kind of the making space, if you're doing a new process, you're showing something that, you know, how to cut a dovetail and. 30 seconds or something, you know, something like that would do (laughs) do really well. But just having, even just having a finished beauty shot of a really killer farmhouse table is not going to have legs. Uh, Whereas on Instagram that would murder, Um, you know, but on, on Facebook it's, it's going to fall flat because people aren't inclined to share that. They might appreciate it. And yeah, they might give it a thumbs up maybe. Um, But it's just, it's totally different, man. I think much more process, and uh you know, things where it's like short videos do very well on Facebook. Um, you know, video content as we've talked about before. But yeah, so so tailoring that to the platform is, is a more, huge thing.
1: One more Go thing ahead, before before you uh continue, because I know we both talk about this, is um is uh, the way you consume Facebook content. So we're talking about tailoring, you know, uh, Brad and myself are constantly trying to get better and win. Um, one thing that you'll notice a lot on Facebook is that, um, there's the text overlay and music in videos. It's completely different yeah. than it's going to be on other platforms. You almost never see tutorial style video on Facebook. It's always going to be, um, like highlight shots, sped up reels, um, text overlay because you, I think I think the number is like seventy to eighty percent of people f- viewing Facebook content are not viewing it with audio.
0: Don't, you're exactly right. Probably half of the people on Facebook are probably like in a meeting, you know, or yeah. in the John and don't want to have their their sound on. They're somewhere where they're doing it incognito uh, and they're looking at their phones, looking at Facebook when they should be doing something else. Uh, so they don't have the sound on. So yes, having having overlays, having short videos. With music but a um, overlay of text to describe the steps, absolutely. That would be gearing your content to Facebook for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, um, and real quick, I looked it up while Brad was talking there. The difference in the like and the follow on a business page. A like you're automatically opted into following the page. The just follow option is for individuals who want to see what you're doing, but they don't necessarily want you to know. <laughs> so nice. it's, it's it's kind of created. Uh, so it's, it was created for followers who want to see your posts, uh, but they don't want to be considered as someone who likes your page. Um, so all of your I, I get all of your likes are followers, but all okay. of your followers are not likes. So Got I guess it. when you're gearing it towards, uh, you know, I guess your social portfolio or whatever um, I likes would be more important. Um, right. And, and, and you're hoping that you have more likes, but I guess, I, and I don't know what the overlap statistics are and if you can gauge or see that too, but I looked that up real quick. I wanted to clear that up before we jumped into,
0: yeah. And like I said, mine are, mine are extremely close. Um, you know, like I said, within a couple hundred on, I don't even know how, how many followers I have at this point, 23,000 or something like that. So <laughs> with, with a couple hundred. So, so yeah, so maybe we just hit on that real quick. Right. So growing the following, I think, um, you know, compared to Instagram, that's, that's, you know, a 10th of my Instagram following. Um, and so it's, you know, why is, is that so different? And it's, you know, uh, much smaller, you know, a third of my YouTube and, and both of those are growing really quickly. And what I found is that, um, you in Facebook, the growth comes in definitely comes in fits and spurts, mm-hmm. and it comes all around singular pieces of content in general. Uh, the times where I've really picked up a ton of followers would be, um, you know, where I shared something and it ended up getting, uh, you know, hundred thousand views and several hundred uh, reshares. And so that's that reshare. People see it come across their screen and they'll follow you. So uh, again, it's it's more like YouTube in that sense. And we've talked about that before, about you know, Instagram, you can really um, put in the time, put in the effort, do your post, one or two posts a day and see it grow consistently in Facebook. Um, and so that's one of those things to set the expectations. That's not going to happen as easily. And you're going to get a bunch of followers at once and then it's going to be slow, 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 slow. Then you get a bunch of followers, then slow, slow, slow. And that, that's kind of how... I've seen it work for me is, is yours been similar, John?
1: Yeah. And I think that's going to be based around the quality of the content you're putting out there. Um, because for Facebook is a, I guess a wider platform you could call it. Um, it's got more usability for the user. Um, in that being you can natively share everything onto your own page. Um, you can't, you can kind of do that on YouTube. You can't do that on Instagram. Um, Facebook just has a lot more going on on it. And because of that, you get those spurts. Um, And if you put out a quality piece of content and it gets reshared, a lot of eyes are going to see it. Um, You know, getting shares on YouTube, um, for instance, are going to be outside the platform. You know, someone's sharing your video on a blog, they're sharing it on an email or whatever it might be. You know, that's kind of how you pick up steam. And then the algorithm starts to benefit you because you're getting more eyes on it. And Facebook could work the other way around. I mean, you could potentially just get something shared a bunch of times and start getting new eyes on it and and gain a little bit of growth there. Um, so that's why you see a lot of end cards on YouTube or excuse me, Facebook videos that are, you know, like, and share, um, follow our page. And they always like almost always have those consistently because, uh, that's where you win on that platform is keeping people on it. Um, and I, and I think, I mean, I know my page is, very sporadic. And, and I actually didn't realize it until we just looked at it last week (laughs) when we were going over each other's that my Instagram hasn't been populating my Facebook uh, page. It hasn't populating my, my personal, um, and that's because I switched, since I switched from business, right? ridiculous. So, (laughs) so because of that, um, I actually switched that back this morning and, uh, but, uh, I think consistency is still key. You need to be on the platform. You need to be active. Um, And you also need to be putting out quality content for the platform specifically. Um, and that's something that we harp, but it is the truth. I mean, if you're, so if you're already producing content for other platforms, just tailor it down to specifically being, being used for, for Facebook and also, um, and make sure that you're taking into consideration things like, uh, Text overlay, audio, and end cards because I think those are hugely important little parts of winning with Facebook videos. Um, that we've seen you have success with, Brad, and on a couple of your of um, couple of yeah. your videos that have done well compared to you know just taking one standard cropped video and posting it on Twitter, Instagram, and right Facebook. across the uh, board. And, and cause you can't, I mean, you can't have an end card on Instagram that says like and share cause you can't share. So, um, you know, you don't want to do, it's the little things like that that make your brand look like you're on point and you're concise and you're actually taking, taking the time to do the little things. Um, so just from consuming content and then reading and failing, <laughs> I think those are some good little little insights on um, you know seeing how your follower growth can can work in spurts and why it works that way. Um, virality of your content too is something and seasonality I think are two other things that work well on Facebook. Um right now we're coming into the holidays. You're going to see a ton of holiday projects. You're going to see a ton of holiday posts. You're going to see a lot of paid advertising for holidays as well as a lot more boosted posts around because brands are going to be putting money into it. Um and yeah. that's just that's just the name of the game now. Um so because of that, you know, if you've got an opportunity to tailor some content for it, go ahead and do that. Um and you'll yeah. probably see see it win. It's all just about having a plan, right?
0: Absolutely. And, and as part of that, um, so just just going into a little bit about uh, before we jump into because I know we want to talk about ads and boosted posting and, and you touched on that. But before we hit there, um, some some tips on growth uh, of how to get the followers to is one of the things that uh, you know I talked about. There are some really killer features. One of the biggest killer features, I think, about Facebook is the groups. Um, so let's talk about groups here for just a minute. Um, like I said, you know, groups are just a group of people that have a common goal, um, or interest and there are public groups and private groups. And the most powerful groups are going to be your private groups because that's where you can get, um, you know, obviously you can select who's in there. Uh, but I am part of, gosh, I don't even know, uh, maybe a half dozen different private groups that are bloggers, YouTubers, you know some mastermind. I mean, it it depends upon what it is. And it's it's actually probably way more than that. There's probably six of them that I'm actively in. And there's probably another, you know, six to another dozen that I'm in that I, I, you know, just kind of fly by consume. Um, But the ones where you can really get engaged, they're a great way uh, to share content. So in a lot of those, like I'm part of one that is um, all about like viral sharing. So it's basically this big group of bloggers and we'll put in, Um, the post that did well. So what works well also on Facebook is resharing. So it's that whole sharing. So if if somebody, and it's all about reach. So if somebody has a good reach on a post, then if you reshare that on your page, um, then, you know, it's already got legs, it's going to go, you know, don't just share any old post, wait till it has a little bit of organic legs, then share it. And then, um, you can benefit from that.
1: Yeah. And, and groups have, man, have they changed over the past couple of years too, right? You know, a few years ago, uh, you could hop in a group and everything was like, you know, really fun and organic and you were just checking out cool stuff. And now it's like, me, 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 me. me, And like people just hammering out their own content. Um, so be be careful careful of that as well. You can get into a lot of really spammy groups as well. Um, I guess general practice for joining groups and trying to start groups would be, um, stay away in my opinion from anything that's just based on shareability. Um, you'll find some groups on, Inst- or on Facebook, like Brad just said, that are just like share for share post for posts, you know, like for like follow for follow uh, a lot of stuff like that. Stay away from those. You never actually get good, um, yes. good feedback or good retention. Um, what you're going to run into is, you know, you're pulling eyeballs, say you pick up 50 followers or whatever it might be from a post. Well, none of them actually care. They're just doing it, um, for the sake of that. And that's a one-time deal. You know, they're not going to be engaging with you. They're not going to be commenting. They're not going to be actually adding value to your brand. You're, you're more, you're, you're actually better off without them because, um, they're going to take away, I guess, percentage wise from the amount of reach that you get, on your platform. Um, and then I've run into it. I joined a bunch of groups and was trying to like share some stuff around. I got banged for my stuff being self-promotional and I got, you know, a lot of these, there's a lot of snobby people in groups too. I would say that <laughs> know, people, someone, someone has a couple thousand people in their group. They're going to think that they're like all high and mighty because they have a Facebook group. Um, so be weary of that too. Cause you'll run into it. Um, most of the time you'll have a lot of good people, but I've run into a few groups where they're like, like You can't do this. You can't do that. Like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you a dude just shared a log on the side of the road. And I just gave you a fully produced eight minute video of my own self building something. And you're telling me <laughs> I can't post this on a woodworking group. So like dude, logs, run, logs
0: kill, dude, logs,
1: kill, logs but, crush. Right. Yeah. You'll be run into that stuff. So but just for um, clarification. It
0: yeah. Just for clarification, great point. So when I, what I'm talking about is not a share for share, like for like, you know, this is a group hmm. of like-minded DIY bloggers um, or woodworkers or YouTubers, right? So this is not, yeah, not me sharing stuff about cars or cooking or anything like that. Like this is a – and typically these groups are anywhere from uh, 10 to 50 people, right? So these are not – some of these larger interest groups. Like this is – these are groups of people who are running blogs for a business uh, and – and exactly what you said. Like, you know, this is not just randomly going in and like, yeah, hey, you want you want likes? We'll give you likes, and you get my likes, and we'll just all share likes. Um, this is about sharing value-added content, and the content that I put out is content that I believe that their audiences will like. The same thing with their content. So when I share their content, I know my audience is going to like it. You know, that, that's where the power comes in. Is is it's just cross-promoting to similar audiences because it is somebody who is in your genre, uh, who does things that are, that are similar to you. So that, that's a great call out, John, about, you know, don't, don't get into these just crazy things, you know, where you're half of the people are from, you know, Southeast Asia and it, they're just all bots and, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a like for like type thing.
1: Yeah. And i I mean, like I'm, I'm looking at my groups now that I'm in and wow. Wow but <laughs> i'm in a group it's a youtube share promote group and i mean it honestly brings no value to my brand um i've posted in it once or twice it's pretty much just spam um and and it it was it was a mistake so i'm just going to tell you like try to avoid those try to actually join things that you're interested in that you can contribute to that the community is actually real um and that you're able to gain value as well as give value to and so um, not to just harp on groups and other groups but to flip it, um, a great – there's a, a great opportunity for any business as Brad and I have you know, been hammering home since day one is building a tribe. And a great way to give that tribe an opportunity to communicate is by using a Facebook group. Um, most people are on Facebook. It has more users than any other social platform on the planet. Um, We're all well aware of that but creating a group on Facebook can also be a nice addition to your business model so if you're in the content space um and you're trying to create community think about creating a Facebook group in in which it's private invite only and only you know your subscribers kind of like our patrons and our tribe um similar concept giving them a centralized hub in order to communicate i know i'm in a few of those with specific businesses that i associate with and it's a great way to just really dive into like the meat of stuff um more like you know, business masterminds and, uh, influencer groups type thing, but you can create your own. I mean, if you've got a business that you're looking to, you know, create a a certain identity with a tribe, um, a group's a great addition to that. There's a, there's a lot of, you know, business webinars you'll see on online, um, you know, digital millionaires, blah, 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 that kind of thing. And a lot of them use Facebook groups, um, in order to, Community and stuff, so I think it's a good a good tool there as well. Um, something to think about if you're trying to build an an online platform um, for 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 your business model or whatever it might be.
0: Yeah, I, I know um, Spags has the Wood Whisper group, uh, which is huge. So, and I know um, Bob has one for I like to make stuff. Like, you know, mm-hmm. if you have if you have a large following, especially if you have a large following, works great. Um, we absolutely need to do one. Yeah, that's (laughs) right. Everything's easy. Just get a couple hundred thousand followers into your. Yeah. Uh, We need, as we say this, we need to do one for MFP as well. So we have a a spot for these fine folks to uh, converse and and uh, you know talk about which diamond almonds they like the most, wasabi or smokehouse.
1: Yeah, so um and that's kind of why I brought it up because we do have that in the works for our our big 2018 as well. But uh <laughs> um you know, if there's specific things that you would like to see as part of our tribe and our community and our listeners that we so much love and appreciate, let us know. Um shoot us a DM or an email, um something specifically in a group that you might already be a part of that you like that you'd like to see integrated with the MFP or just an an experience that you've had um in a group that you would like to see integrated. We've got a plan and a concept for what we want to do with our MFP group. Um, and that's, that's why we didn't just launch one. Um, but, you know, any value add that you might have, shoot that over to us on Instagram or, or via email. I'd love to hear yeah. from you.
0: So I think we've, you know, we've talked about just general Facebook and reach and, and that. But let's now dig down into, okay, business and making money off there. So uh, a lot of our folks here are product people. Uh, And I think Facebook provides a unique opportunity for product people. uh, And one of the most killer features about Facebook is the ads and how specific you can get and the audience size, like John mentioned, right? Biggest social platform in the world. So the audience that they have access to and the way that they have sliced and diced it so that you can go through and pick out very, very specific targeting Uh, and retargeting and the whole Facebook pixel and all this stuff. Um, you know, let's start diving into that because that is where people can succeed, uh, and doing Facebook ads for your product to sell your product. So I know we're novices, but (laughs) I'll let you jump in first, John. And then we're literally, uh, learning about this this week. So,
1: yeah. So this is something that, you know, Brad and I are not experts at and we're learning, um, yes to you're surprised we're not an expert at something, but we're learning. Um, and, and, and Facebook's a monster. It's a monster. It's its own – in its own right, it's a monster. Um. So first thing I'm going to touch on is um, – I talked about it before – is johnloomer.com. If you're looking for the foremost authority in Facebook and Facebook advertising, check it out. We have a link in the show notes on our website. Um, and you can you can get so much information uh, that it, it's almost – you know uh it's it's overbearing um but uh that's a great resource one thing um to get started with facebook you got to understand is that it is a long play there's no uh short-term wins on facebook you're not going to just figure out a formula and go crush it tomorrow um it's a long play so get ready to buckle up and uh and and, and go for the ride um that being said facebook ads Probably the most powerful ad tool on the planet right now um i would I would think just because you're able to go so specific into what you're able to target with with what's called their um their power editor. Uh, and, and it's, it's unbelievable. You can tailor your audience down to being in, you know, Nantucket looking for moms, the age of 30 to 38 that live in, you know, an income of whatever, uh, plateau and are buying t-shirts on Tuesdays only. Like you can get (laughs) that specific. It's incredible. Um, and you can put ads in front of them for whatever your product is, um, You know, my, my, my first suggestion for Facebook advertising is going to be make sure you have something to sell. Never want to pay for reach. You never want to pay for exposure. It's just not measurable. It's not, it's not worth the money. I don't, uh, we don't think. And a lot of people don't think have something for them to buy. Have something for them to opt into. Um, you don't want to have, you don't want to lose that cost of customer acquisition, uh, because you, you know, didn't have them sign up for a free email or something along those lines, um, and you just wanted to get more likes on a video. So I would not suggest promoting or advert- running paid ads behind just something like that. Make sure you're, make sure you got it, you're capturing an email at a minimum, or you're selling a product. Right, started.
0: and yeah, absolutely. And that's what we're going through right now. So uh, that's what I love about made for profit and what we're doing here, John, is that. Uh, you know, like we've been telling you guys, you know, we're running, trying to run this as a business. Uh, we are running this as a business and we are, um, using these tools and seeing how they work. So for our pricing guide, that's, we, we're actually working with one of our patrons, uh, who is really good at, at Facebook ads. we to be talking to him this week to set up some ads around our pricing guide and to try to advertise that to, um, especially the Etsy crowd, because we think there's a huge opportunity in the Etsy crowd for pricing. And so as we try to figure out, you know, that's one of the things that we can automatically go into Facebook ads and say, OK, uh, we want to have people who are in uh, a Facebook or uh, excuse me, an Etsy seller group. So we, we just got through talking about groups. There are plenty of groups around Etsy sellers. And so we can go and immediately say, OK, I just want to do that. OK, you, went, you just went from, you know, whatever, 300, 500 million people uh, down to 30,000 people. And these are people who are selling on Etsy, who are in a group that is dedicated to selling on Etsy. We already know that they are bought in uh, and you know, then we can go in and, and I'm sure segment from there around activity and, and demographics if we would wanted to. But you know, actually, you know, demographics these days, what, what I've heard, just as a side note, um, you actually don't really want to segment on demographics anymore because it's much more powerful to segment on interests. Because you have baby boomers who act like millennials, and you have millennials who act like baby boomers. Uh, So when you can segment around interests, that is the most powerful, and that's what Facebook gives you. So we are going through this process, um, and, and absolutely, what John was saying, you you want to have it measurable, and it is a long play. So that's what we're wrestling through right now. Is like, well, do we want to advertise straight for the product, or do we want to advertise for one of the the free playbooks and then get them on the email list and make it more of a long thing to pull them in. And then that's a conversion later. Uh, You really have to think through it. uh, But what you don't want to do is try to pay for followers. Um, You know, you want to pay because again, it's hard to reach those people. If you're paying to get them on your email list, that's a different scenario because now you've got direct access.
1: Yeah, so um, just have you know, like we always say, just have a plan when you're going into it if you want to get into Facebook ads. Um, it's a it's it's a ridiculously powerful tool. It's it's I, I can't even begin to fathom it, um, and it's constantly changing too. You know, they're always rolling out new ways of running ads. Um, like I, I believe months ago, you couldn't run ads on videos, and now you can run ad videos, and they have carousel, and they have um, they just have all kinds of stuff. Split testing. Um, you know, there's. Yep. It's an incredibly powerful tool that is worth the time for anyone selling products who wants to get into, um, extremely specific ad placement type, uh, you know, expend, ex- expenditures for your business. It's a, uh, it's, it's, it's a something that all the big brands are using, as you get, we all get populated with sponsored posts all the time for our interests. And, uh, uh you know, that's massively powerful. So, um, th- so consider it, think about it, do some research, dive into it. That's what we're doing here. We'll let you guys all know about our experience down the line. Once we get our, our hands wrapped around it a little bit more, but, but I'm, I'm, I'm just super pumped because it's, uh, it's, it's finally, a tool that I'm going to be able to use for business when it's, it's very difficult if you're using it for exposure or just for awareness, uh, because of what Brad said, you, you, can't measure it. You know, I picked up some followers. Sweet. But like, are they buying my stuff? Are they, um, how much money are they going to be spending with my business if they just liked a video or if they just followed my page? So, um, so consider making sure that you have a purchasable product or some type of instant access, like an email uh, with, any type of paid ad placement, uh, as well as you know, uh, and so that's getting into like I guess the the nitty gritty, the more of like the deeper way to use use uh, advertising on Facebook. But you can also use the Boost function, um, and what that is, right. is is it's much simpler, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, that and, and Boost. So if you're a business page, then you've already seen it, and if you're on Instagram, very similar, and, and obviously Instagram is owned by Facebook, um, so they you can actually manage ads. Through the same ad manager, so we haven't really talked about this. But if you're really getting into it, if you're running multiple pages, you really probably want to check out Facebook for business um, because there's this whole other thing where you can manage across platforms as well as across different brands. Um, you you can check that out. But uh, the boosting is the simplest piece. So if you've seen it on on Facebook or Instagram, there's basically a little button if you're a business, and it will say boost this post, and basically. The, the idea is you push that little button, you say, yeah, I want to spend five, 10, 50 bucks, and it'll tell you how many more people you can reach. And that was back to the beginning where we talked about that, you know, they are there to profit off you. So that is the whole reason behind the algorithm and behind why we always talk about them squashing your post is because they want you to click that boost button. When you click that boost button, you're saying, I will give you a certain amount of money and they will say, I will unlock a certain amount of your following. Um, now, the difference is, is you can also go outside your following. So you can boost to your following, which just drives us insane, obviously, because <laughs> they own you and they they put the clamps on you and said you can't reach your own people that want to see your stuff unless you pay for it. Uh, but the power outside of that is to get to new people as well. So when you boost, you can you can boost to certain audiences as well, just like we mentioned. Um, so what, what you might want to do is if you do have a um, – you know, I'll say a a, a possible good way to do this. If you're not selling product specifically, if you have a good post that went up that does drive to a freebie, like a free plan or a free tutorial um, and that post starts doing really well, then you can boost it because it's, it's just like we mentioned on Pinterest is that when you, when you have a post that's doing well already, that one is one that will do even better. You know, that's one that you want to boost because you already know that people like it. So you can say, okay, I'm going to put a little bit of money behind this and let more people see it. And I, it's already proven that people like it. And then I'm going to get more email signups. I'm going to get, you know, more views on this specific thing that's going to drive profit to me later um, through a purchase of a product or a tutorial. Uh, but yeah, the, the boost makes it really, really easy because it, you don't have to go through ad manager. It's just that little button. And um, that's probably the easiest way to to do an ad on, on Facebook.
1: Yeah, you can definitely... Um you definitely always want to promote a a winner. Um, And then that'll just set you up for success a little bit more. So uh, last piece of advice, I guess when it comes to running ads from our experience is don't just dump cash into something brand new, make sure that it has some legs first or uh, you know, feel it out before you go and dump a ton of money into it. Um, And then that way you can one, save a couple bucks and two, not just be hitting your head off the wall, hoping, hoping something works when it could just be a bad piece of content. Um, you know, or or the product, right. or just a bad bad copy, bad photo, whatever it might be. So
0: yeah, um, and that's move a whole the- that's a whole other art too.
1: Oh yeah, split oh, testing
0: yeah. and figuring out the right copy. Oh, like yeah, we need we need to. We're gonna get some more learnings. We'll have a whole nother, We're gonna definitely have a whole another um, series, either series or just individual podcast about Facebook ads and what we've learned um, specifically about ads as we go through this journey. So so look forward for that later.
1: Yeah. Yep. And I'm pumped for that. So um, moving into the next part, uh, Facebook, you know, is, is massively powerful if you want to put some cash behind it. But what's also great, I think, is that they're constantly innovating. Uh, you know, as a native platform, Facebook is, is a killer. They were first, I guess they were first to market, I think, with the Facebook Live. Um, and I know that's become something extremely popular on the platform. And I think they just rolled out a couple new features, Facebook Watch, Facebook and Creator, right? Um, yeah. So Brad and I just signed up for Creators. We're going to be learning the ins and out of that. I think. I think. So I, I mean, I read a little bit about Watch. What is it, Brad? You know, you're more like uh, you can watch shows. You can sign up for shows, and then there's native content specifically on that.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll hit, and we didn't talk about. So I'm going to segment those because Live has, has been around for a while. Creator and Watch are the new things. But but just real quick on Live, uh, Facebook Live is very powerful, and they still push it. So, you know, that's one of the things I think I'm going to actually start doing more Facebook Live uh, because it's so much more powerful than Instagram Live because uh, it stays there forever and people can comment on it afterwards and you can engage with them. Really good tool. I would highly recommend that uh, just to check it out. Look at it. So the two new things, Facebook Watch and Facebook Creator. Um, Facebook Watch is basically Facebook's counterpunch to YouTube. All right. It's still in its infancy. Um, And what it is right now is that they selected they have selected certain channels. It's like an invite only. Uh, I know they poached some from YouTube who Mm -hmm. went out there and they grabbed some people who had YouTube series, um, web series or whatever, where they have daily, weekly content, whatever that is. And that now what they are doing is presenting it as basically their own TV network, you know, their own. And i don't say TV, but their own media network so that they, you know, are, are gearing up and we've talked about this and you've probably heard and seen a lot about this is that Facebook sees what YouTube's doing. YouTube is, you know, the 800 pound gorilla in the online video mark, you know, online video searchability, um, and content serving Facebook wants in on that. And they've been planning and planning and planning and watch was the first step to do that. So, um, it, it's still. I don't even know how to access. It. You can access it through the app, okay? And you can sign up and get notifications when new people come on. Um, but that is is basically you no know, the YouTube of Facebook um, creators. So if you go to Face, this is brand new, like brand new within the last week. Um,
1: <laughs> so new, like so like infant, new, infant <laughs> we, yeah, new, like
0: we don't even know what we're talking about. But <laughs> go to. We'll have a link in the description. But go to Facebook.com/creators. forward slash and that is their new platform. And so um, my impression of it, so what I'm gathering so far is that now, so the watch is more of like a branded thing. It's invite only. It's really high profile. The creators is now kind of the mainstream YouTube, if you would imagine, like all the, all the YouTube video creators that you can think of, they're going to fall into this group to start off with. Uh, and then I think what they're going to do is pull people out of creators into watch. So watch is more of like very polished um you know again it's more of their network versus creators is is more um organic and from the community where people are just posting stuff but it's basically a new way for you to share your content online um in more of a concise platform so instead of just putting on your facebook page um there's it's an app so there's an app it's only for iphone right now so i have. Oh, idea what it looks like
1: <laughs> i just downloaded it so once we're done yeah, here i'm going to so- jump in
0: I have no idea what it looks like, but, but yes, this is it guys. Like this, I mean, I don't know if they, I'm not saying like this is gonna be the new thing, but Facebook is making their moves. They are starting to make their moves. If you are a content creator and you want to be um, an early adopter, you need to check this out. I have no idea where it's going and I still don't even know. So the biggest question people are going to ask is, is it monetized? Right? Because that's always the drawback. Why would I post on Facebook? Because I don't get ad revenue. It's not monetized. Um, it is not monetized at the moment. And honestly, it's nothing different. Like I, I, I still don't understand how it's quite different yet. Um, unless it's something the app. So John will be able to share that with us here in the next weeks, um, as he starts digesting that. Uh, but the idea is that they will have, they have an ad breaks beta right now so that it will be similar to like an ad role in YouTube so that when you post a video to Facebook, um, I don't know if you're going to be able to insert where that ad break comes and who it is. It seems like they're going to give you a little bit more control, but, but that's the whole idea. They're, they're getting into the game, I guess, is my message.
1: Yeah, and it's super exciting. I mean, what's difficult is that we've – a lot of us have moved away from Facebook because of the, uh, the difficulties with organic reach. But I think what I would love, what I hope – is happening (laughs) with with creator and watch is um more organic growth more opportunity to um build that that tribe and a following without having to dump hundreds and thousands of dollars into it um which is you know something that a lot of the early movers for facebook for business you know that that you know you go when you started a page a lot of the early on pages got a ton of organic growth um which was really cool and you know a lot of same with instagram and and you're starting to see having to pay for pay for exposure as we tell you guys about using business versus personal accounts um so so what I'm hoping is because it's new and early that we'll be able to hop on there get some organic growth um see what's working and see what's not you know who knows for content creators like ourselves, it could be a completely different um I guess marketplace for our content compared to say youtube where you know youtube might be more entertainment videos and you know facebook could become something that's more uh, vlog style you know you you don't know so hopefully we'll see where that goes um some of the big players that are moving into it will definitely lay out the format for what they want because they'll be working directly with facebook um or you'll have guys like brad who are just constantly not sleeping and Drinking Mountain Dew is trying to mine the 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 ins and outs of the platform so we can go win on it but you will start to see um I guess with the early adopters and the big name players what kind of content they're putting out there how the platform is being used by them try to adopt what you can to what they're doing and and pivot it to your to your brand specifically because they're going to be the ones that have the most insight I would think um early on
0: yeah and and you hit it Right on the head, John, uh, we talk about this anytime a new platform puts out a new product, uh, they want you to use it and they make it beneficial for you to use it. So they're going to give extra reach they're, you know, it all starts this way. Right. And that's, you know, before Instagram was all chronological, then they went to the algorithm. Now you got to pay. Um, this is going to be the same way. So expect this to change massively, but at the beginning is when you want to be in there. So I I'm on the site right now about the monetization, just I want to hit on this. So it says how to earn, um, So it says, when it's time to turn your Facebook videos into a revenue stream, you can monetize through branded content. And that was basically just be sponsored, right? So that they're not doing anything with that. Um, Merchandise, again, like that's you doing your thing, but getting the message out there. Tours, which I guess that's like talking about music tours, because it says often a great way to get out and meet fans and sell tickets. So I guess they're just saying advertise your tours. And then the bottom one, ad break. So really, they're just saying like you can work. You know, we're just giving you reach to these top ones that they are not going to give it to you. Um, but the ad break, which I mentioned, is the one uh, that is is, you know, something that I think is going to be um, a cool way to do it. But uh, I, and I just looked at the tour. So I guess there's a tour and an events tab. So if you are going to do a whirlwind tour, you can you'll link that up to your event like, hey, I'm doing a meetup over here. I'm doing a meetup over there. Um, and this is probably more geared towards people who are, you know, musicians, I would imagine. Um, Sounds like it. Yeah. And then there's this whole Showtime thing again brand brand new like when you get creators You're gonna know as much as we do because that's all we that's all we have but there's this other thing called Showtime uh, And and Showtime is basically and I think the way they're pitching it and YouTube actually already did it as well is that they they want more of like a that they're gearing it more towards like Netflix Right. So Netflix, like they have a series, right. Stranger Things, Every, by the way, I have not finished season two of Stranger Things. So don't tell me anything about it. Um, what? Don't ruin it for me. Uh, we're, we're binging. But uh, yeah, we're only on like episode three uh, so that you can do seasons. So you could do like a season and in, in DIY and tutorials that doesn't quite make as much sense, but it could. You could have a mini series on like I could have a, a season where all I did was shop projects and I walked through and that was a bunch of builds. And so I think you can package them, but I think it's cool. They're trying to get it. And, and the whole idea, obviously behind all of this is um, binge watching and more time on platform. So they believe that as you set up a season and as you set up episodes, that if they're all interrelated, inter- people are going to want to watch them and they're going to want to watch all 13 episodes in that season or in that series. And so that's where they're gearing it towards And the more, you can make your content interrelated and make that person want to watch the next one and the next one and the next one. The more Facebook lights it because they spend more time on their platform and they get served more ads.
1: And that's the name of the game for all of these platforms. They want you spending as much time as possible on the platform. <laughs> so uh, really exciting stuff there. I'm stoked. I'm pumped that, uh, that we're going to have something else to, to dive into and toy around with. Um, Absolutely. You know, the last thing I'm going to say for any type of, uh, Facebook, I guess, advertising or marketing posting, whatever it might be, um, make sure you understand the demographic using Facebook nowadays and who you're trying to target and where you're trying to go with it. Um, I remember when I first got my, my first Facebook page, I was still in high school. I just got my college, um, my, uh, college email and that what was what was required for Facebook. I mean, those days have changed. Uh, <laughs> I don't know any millennials that enjoy using um, Facebook like really anymore, especially the younger, younger generations. And I'm at the top of the millennial bracket, but Uh, you talk to younger people, you know, Facebook's dead. Meanwhile, they have no idea what's going on in the world. And, uh, (laughs) but, um, just understand that when you're, when you're tailoring your content or you're using the platform, you know, there's going to be a little bit of an older demographic. I know my, uh, like my parents are adapting Facebook now to their lifestyle and there's more people, um, using the platform that are older and a little less technology, technologically savvy. Um, and what that's going to do is just create, it just creates a broader spectrum for the type of content you're putting out there. Um, so if you're trying to specifically target 18 year olds, you know, Facebook might not be where you want to be with that, but obviously Instagram is, and then, you know, Snapchat and musically and these other apps that are coming out, um, they might be a better bet. But if you're trying to, you know, sell woodworking plans to 30 to 55 year olds, Facebook is definitely kind of somewhere you should want to be. So consider that when you're using it. The, yeah. disp- the disposable
0: income, right? So the people on Facebook in general as a demographic have more disposable income than the people on Instagram. These are people who, again, who are stat. Like if you're trying to sell furniture, that's probably a great place to be because John's parents are looking for the new thing. And, and John's backlog, John told him it's going to be nine months. So if you swoop in there, tell them you can deliver it in two months, <laughs> you're golden.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, just just be aware of that. That's something that's um, changing constantly. You can – Adjust that in the type of paid ads you're running and the type of content you're putting out there um, on the platform itself. But just understand the type of people using Facebook now are different than they were a year ago, three years ago, five, 10. Um, and, and it's something that you have to consider when you're making content specific to that platform.
0: Absolutely, man. Sweet.
1: Absolutely. Well, we're getting, this has been juicy, man. You want to jump into some takeaways here? I've been. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't, why don't we rock some of the takeaways? I think we covered enough.
0: And like you said, this is uh, more of the broad overview. Obviously, we talked about some brand new things. We're going to dig way deeper into advertising, and we're going to be watching and, and keeping an eye out on creators and watch and Showtime and, and or excuse me, show. Yeah, Showtime to see. I, I don't know the names of them uh, to see where those go. So we'll definitely be hitting these topics again. But why don't you give them the takeaways just kind of for where we stand today?
1: Um, So I'm going to – we'll touch on a few things here. The first takeaway is going to be if you're going to use Facebook, make sure you understand the difference in business versus personal. Um, A business page on Facebook is a completely different monster than your personal page. You can't run all of the advertising and such. Uh, I would also suggest using business to create that centralized kind of hub for what you're trying to do on Facebook. On Facebook and then driving everything to there. Um, we all know how cluttered our personal pages can get. So imagine, um, trying to promote your business on just your personal. So if you're going to use Facebook, uh, sign up for a business page and then there's a bunch of tools that go along with it. Second, if you're going to jump into advertising on the platform, educate yourself as much as you possibly can. Um, we've got, uh, there's, like I said, my favorite resource is johnloomer.com. Um, and you can check that link out on our website. Uh, and, and, Make sure that you're uh, g- giving credit to how difficult it is. And it is something that can be um, very difficult, but there's a lot of great resources out there for it. Uh, third takeaway uh, you know, get excited because Facebook is. Dumping a bunch of money into innovation and a lot, um, a lot more on their video side. So it's exciting times for that. Um, you, I mean, that third takeaway is going to be if you want to be in video production, start learning Facebook. Um, they're putting money behind it. So that's going to promote it and it should be a, a win for all of us out there doing content in video. Lastly, as we constantly talk about and. Uh, and harp on here at Made for Profit is focus on building community, whether it's through pages, whether it's through groups, or whether it's through your content itself. Winning on Facebook is based around community. It's based around shareability. It's based around virality. And all of those start out with quality content that's going to add value to your specific tribe. Um, And and that those things all become um, more intricate as you work with it. But from a general sense, you know, those are going to be my my four takeaways from this week's episode.
0: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And, and, and you can succeed. You can succeed on Facebook. And again, hit us up in the in the comments and on the, uh, on the Instagram post about this uh, and, and let us know, how are you winning with Facebook or what other questions do you have? We'd love to hear your input. Um, but right now we're going to wrap it up and head over to our patron after show. Uh, again, if you want to be part of that, patron tribe you can head over to patreon.com forward slash made for profit and uh enjoy our weekly after show
1: all right john facebook all the way man facebook all the way let's do it so thank you guys for checking out the show. If you'd like any more information, you can head over to madeforprofit.com. We'll have our show notes as well as our email list subscription you can sign up for. There you'll receive tips of the week as well as all of our other actionable content. If you're digging the show, we'd love to get a five-star review over on iTunes and we would greatly appreciate that. If you have any other questions or suggestions, you can email us at madeforprofitpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We'd love any of your input as well as any of your future show topic suggestions. You can hit us up on Instagram at made for profit, where we will be answering your questions and giving out tips to help you grow on your own social networks. So once again, we really want to thank you guys for tuning in and we will catch you on the next episode.